Welcome to One Time on the Internet, your travel guide to internet history. Hello, everybody. (laughs) Welcome back to another episode of One Time on the Internet. We're so glad that you're here. Hi, y'all. Sorry, I'm one one button further down uh, than I needed to be. Hello, and thank you for the gift subscription to this channel (laughs) that I'm hosting on. Excellent. What an incredible start. Truly a surprise. <laughs> hey, everybody. Like, we're, we're also losing our minds over this, like, uh, like for podcast listeners, we're losing our minds over the, there's a toes emote for some channel, and I don't I don't know how it was approved, but it's like, it's showing up in chat, and Harry is posting it, so we're, It makes you know. me a little uncomfy, if I'm being frank. Yeah, no, it's it's proper gross. We knows the toes. How's it goes, folks? Hey. Absolutely not. Well, hey, everybody. Welcome back. Today, we're talking about uh, brands that trolled on the internet better than us, worse than us on some occasions. Uh, we're just basically going to be talking about when big companies and big corporations try to, hey, fellow kids, the ones who are very good at it and the ones who are very bad at it. Let's go around and meet everybody. If we remember the order. Yes, I got, it? I got it. I got yes, it. Hey, incredible. hey, everybody. What's up? It's your boy. No, I'm just hi, I'm Bijan. Um I do I host a show, I host a podcast called Fun City, and I stream Woo! on my own channel, which you can follow at the link which was just posted, twitch.tv slash Bijan Steven. That's me. I'm also drinking wine out of a nice panda cup. It's got pandas on it. It's so little. Yes. It is a little cute little, little panda pass, cup. Great. It's pretty good. Uh hey, I'm Sage. Uh, I go by not Sage, everyone on the internet. I'm a streamer and uh one of the founders of this here channel doing stuff that's it for me on the intro all right hey hi i'm rowan i'm everywhere on the internet at the rowan hall i'm on this channel a bunch for damsels on saturdays and i'm one of the co-hosts of the willing and fable podcast where we talk about myths and legends every week on tuesday and last but not least brand enthusiast connoisseur it is brand day, Ooh, everyone. Cool, My cool, name cool, is Harry Horror with the Harry Horror Show here on Twitch. I tell true crime stories. I debunk conspiracy theories. I explore the paranormal and I get on Sage's nerves. Uh, hello, everyone. Weekdays, 9 p.m. Eastern. Holy mackerel. Am I excited for this topic? <laughs> this is very funny. No. Harry, for, sir, for those of you who are audio only, um, Harry just held up a Red Bull during his intro. Uh, and it's, he's thirsting for brand engagement, which I think really puts us so in the bad. right place for today. So rough. Y'all, if I can just give you a little behind the scenes yes, insight. We're, we're prepping for the show and Harry goes, okay, so we can put up like five photos each, right? And I was like, yeah, something like that. <laughs> and then I open up the folder and there's one, two, two, three, four, five, five. I have... That's technically... Which I think was your sneaky way of trying to get seven into five. And I was like, hey, Harry, these are not ordered correctly. That's not how this works. If you read... And then I I thought, oh, there'd be two extra and he'd delete the other two. No, there was just seven. Why did you even ask? I will take... I'll take some blame for that because I... We were both trying to rename them at the same time. And it... (laughs) We don't share a brain, you know? Like... Well, sure. At the end of the day, I've I, I have three kids, and I've recently been reading. If you give a mouse a cookie, so if you give me permission for five pictures, mm, exactly he's going to post seven. Is this is this the first time you've ever read? If you give a mouse a cookie, to them, yes. Oh, I, I okay. I see. You're just getting back to your roots. It wasn't just your first exposure to yeah. the concept. Isn't that of- the one where you imply that like if you're nice to a living being, they'll get greedy? 
Yes. yes. There's that one. And then there's the even worse one, the giving tree, where it's just completely give of yourself until that person takes everything. But I feel yeah. if you give hey, a mouse it's... a cookie very differently post 2020, if I'm being yeah, honest. I, get that. <laughs> I think I a lot totally of things, a lot of things are different post 2020. Also, hey, unlearn the, the bad concepts from your from your brain that you grew up with that make you a better worker. That's This is your reminder. Yeah, this is your reminder. Uh, your, your bosses don't love you. Right. <laughs> and if they do, something's fucked up. But your brands love yeah. you. Remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your yes. coworkers are not a family. And that's the thing that uh, employers use to get you to work harder for less yes. money. Yes. Yeah. Also, I do I do have a regular employer that I, I actually very much enjoy. But, bruh, looking out for numero uno, which means doing a show for you tonight. Wait, oh. that didn't make any sense. It's fine. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. I, I thought I had something and I was like, ah, how much, how anti-capitalist do I need to get in public? And I was like, Oh no, we can do it here. <laughs> I think Pixel Circus is like, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, sure, sure, sure. We're very, sure, very sure, up sure. for the anti-capitalist no, ranting. It's how we spend uh, every morning on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. For it's too early, unless a brand wants to give us a lot of money. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah, but see, we own the means of production in that capacity. Wait, wait, at least the in memes. Some. Of <laughs> how dare you? That was so good. <laughs> Damn it. All right. (laughs) Whatever. All right. I guess we could do a show. And also, we don't own the means of production. We do not own Twitch.tv. Well, yeah, that's fair because of Twitch. But we do have uh, our own website we can go listen to the podcast on. This is getting dark. We do post them directly to the podcast. (laughs) Hey, y'all, you know what? We're we're diving into capitalism today. It's true. It's making my brain weird. It's making my brain weird. No, that's fair. I'm there with you. Uh, It's very rare that we celebrate corporations on this channel. Uh, So... Harry, Yijan, uh, why don't y'all start us off with a little bit of brand memes? Harry, please take us away, because you have the bad color in the document, and I have the good color. <laughs> it's goldenrod, first off. Second off, it is. in the beginning, there were brands. In the swirling chaos and primordial ooze of early creation, the brand evolved and adapted, schlepping stuff to homo sapiens with ever-growing efficiency. Then, one time on the internet, brands evolved a step further. They got sassy. Brand attitude, or as I will refer to it as branditude, is something we take for granted in our digital landscape. We know Wendy's brings the heat on the web and on the nuggets. We know KFC stands for Kentucky Fried content. But believe it or not, intrepid viewer or listener, there was a time when not all brands had the tood. It was a learned skill. Let us go back. Back to pre-tood. PT. Back to where it all started with the San Diego Chargers of all places. I just Harry, want... are we paired up next week? What is going on? <laughs> I, Harry, this is, this is unfiltered. Harry horror. This is, yeah, this is you really just let him do that. Primo con- Yeah, why would I ever stop that? That shit's great. I have to say, that was a thing of beauty, and I now don't know what to do with my whole life. We have we yeah. have a meeting at the end of every show, for those of you who don't know, and I'm fully <laughs> expecting to be like, okay, I'm going to get all the stories turned in a day before <laughs> so I can edit right. Like, I mean, the, look. I the, think year, I, the days of discretion are over. I had to pre-screen everything. I, I always tell you all, just use your best judgment. Just, and, I mean, look, I wanted him. I, I, I saw this and I was like, yeah, lean in, bro. Like, 
Please. Please. Also, I want to I want to go ahead and retcon one thing you just said. You said viewer or listener. I think you mean content enjoyer, content enthusiast, perhaps. Content enthusiast. Although anyway. we don't want to start people who are just starting out. Convent, content novice, enthusiast, master, apprentice, wherever level you are on the skill. Here, We've here. been looking for something to call our uh, our community. <laughs> We're just going to call them content enthusiasts. I am I'm a, a content apprentice, if I'm being honest. <laughs> hey, but that means there's subscribers get to be an apprentice. Become, you can rank up. You can become a content journeyman. Like, you you know, yes. you apprentice with somebody, a content master, perhaps the cast of Pixel Circus is uh, one time on the internet. I'm looking to rank plat in my content consumption. I only got Bro. bronze this past month. I'm Please looking to rank plat. Please do not. You're, that's triggered. What you just said is very triggering to me. <laughs> A person who recently got very into Valorant. Like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, don't do not do it. If it. Don't do it. That's all I have to... Anyway. <clears throat> Although I'm positive the Chargers weren't the first brand on the web, I am positive that the snowball of brand sassiness started there back in 2007. Uh, can we, do we have the Chargers tweet up? We can. Let's get it up. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I'm working on it. Give me Roll a second. the tweet. Hold up the brand. Hey, also, this is okay. free promo for brands, so if you do want to sponsor this show, please fucking get in touch. What? What? <laughs> this stream brought to you by Honda. No, I'm Honda. wanting this tweet. Get in touch oh, with your inner wheel. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> anyway, yeah, so you see the tweet. The tweet says, for, these, uh, for our audio content enjoyers, so hungry, need to find my wife and head to P.F. Chang's. <laughs> The Chargers what? digital media person actually owned the at Chargers handle back in the day. So the, when the when the Chargers actually acquired it, it came with all of the old tweets that they did not delete. It's pretty nice. Pretty nice, yes. <laughs> this is the first like major <laughs> brand to just not tweet normal stuff. <laughs> it was and that's, I mean, but and it's like it like doesn't even really count, but it does, but it doesn't. But like, you know, I mean, ugh. Anyway, this guy also has his own account now, so cheers to him. His name is Joel. Is this like the Chargers sponsored by P.F. Chang's? Like, is this the beginning no, this is from of a crossover? This, this is from 2000. This was just a normal guy tweeting about stuff. that Because Twitter started in 2006. Like, nobody know, knew how to use it. It hadn't degenerated into the fucking shithole it is now. But, um, yeah. But so this was like this. Like, people would just tweet about their lunches and stuff. Like, hey, I had a sandwich today. That's pretty cool, right? Which is, I think we should go back to. Anyway, <laughs> other brands would slither onto socials like KFC and Pizza Hut in 2009. Also, slither onto socials. Harry Horror, baby. All of it, baby. That sounds like a Harry thing. <laughs> uh, and so, yeah, they used humor. It wasn't like the brands hadn't heard of humor before. KFC had a post. Gonna watch a little college basketball. <laughs> I'm told I'm kind of an expert on buckets. Oh, <laughs> you? <laughs> Pizza Hut also decided to just, you know, degrade itself in front of everyone devouring a supreme personal pan is my motivation for my first tweet honestly if you if you had to eat a pizza before every time you tweeted you would die well yeah i think I mean, i'd be I okay die. or okay. oh yeah your body really would systematically evolved to be better at eating pizza like we'd have four stomachs this is the cheese stomach then down here we have no, never mind. i've already lost it <laughs> yeah just, just fucking move it move it and, and, so brand, brand humor is one of the cornerstones of advertising, and it is easy. It is, is one of the easiest ways to instill brand loyalty. Um, and, and so brands kind of made their first faltering baby steps towards branditude. Um, and, and, you know, at first, all these errant tweets were just waved off. And we all, we all remember making this joke. Oh, it was a rogue intern, right? So Someone got a hold of the, of, of the label and just accidentally tweeted that out. 
And that meme was pretty fresh. You know, it still had a, a good buy sticker on it until like 2009, 2010. But then the brands began to evolve and morph again. And in 2011, they grew hands so they could clap back. And boy, <laughs> did they. Uh, Old Spice tweeting at, at Taco Bell of all places. Didn't realize they were in. Wait, no, 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 no. Wait. No, they didn't. They just tweeted this. Taco Bell oh. saw it and replied. This is like, <laughs> this is a subtweet. This is a, a brand subtweet. Passive aggression. And it's the, the old, I'll be Old Spice. Do you want to be Taco Bell? Sure. <clears throat> old Spice, 324 p.m., July 9th, 2012. Why is it that fire sauce isn't made with any real fire? Seems like false advertising. At Old Spice, is your deodorant made with really old spices? Fucking finger guns, baby. <laughs> Bijan for the new Old Spice guy, 2021. <laughs> Don't I support exercise. this very much. I guess no, I could get jacked. Thankfully, we, we, we have this stream in, in another sense. Uh, we have smell vision So put your nose up to your phone or to your computer. A little waffle. That fragrant bouquet you're smelling? That's the first indicator of sass, my friend. But that smell's about to get a whole lot stronger. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Little did any of us know how sass stinky the internet was about to become. Because in 2013, the evolution of the brand took a massive leap forward. Enter Denny's. Stage left. The year is 2013. Tumblr's added sponsored advertising. Denny's latches on to the idea. After all, sponsored content is to a brand like a pond is to a frog. But Denny's has something else going on. Or someone else. That person, 23, then 23-year-old Amber Gordon, who begins posting on the Denny's Diner Tumblr blog in April of that year. Also, disclosure, Amber's a pal of mine. They're great. Now, Denny's already had a strong track record online. Uh, their, their Facebook back in 2011 had been voted most engaged. Um, that, does, that doesn't mean that they were they were able to propose and have someone accept that proposal with the wing, ring, you know, over and over. They were able to generate people who were genuinely plugged into the content. But Amber's posts were something else entirely. They're very human, but also very brandy. This had never happened before. An actual meme enthusiast had gotten a hold of a brand account and had begun posting cutting-edge memes. Right off the tree, there's a fresh-picked apples, putting them right into the consumer's hands, fused with Denny's content. And it was really, <laughs> it was really good. There was some real gems. There was a lot of them. Um, in fact, I think we have a couple we could share with you. I've got one showing right now. It's oh, good. perfect. So, <laughs> tips. The, it reads, tips waitress, my bacon. <laughs> <laughs> that's still so good. That's good <laughs> shit, and you're lying if you don't think it is. No, that's very funny. <laughs> <laughs> to which someone just says, some random person comments, who the hell runs this blog? <laughs> and, Next and, slide, please. Yeah, we can say, Chink. Next slide. Um, sometime here, there's a, there's, so there's another one by the way. There's several pictures where there's one where it just shows the Lion King scene, the classic with Mufasa and Simba. Everything the light touches is our kingdom. But what about that shadowy place over there? <laughs> that is IHOP. You must never go there. 
Okay, that's very funny. Also, in, in the grand scheme of the Lion King, don't they go to the bad place and then come back? So I guess you have to go to IHOP to get to Denny's. I, I'm, I'm trying to understand the meme. You got You have to. You have to yeah. eat at IHOP to appreciate how good Denny's is. Maybe there it question is. mark. There it is. This should be brought to you by this. By the way, no. just just my personal <laughs> edition. I cannot tell you how many times Denny's comes up in true crime stories. The Wabi massacre planned in a Denny's, right? Ed Kemper would frequent Denny's after murders. Denny's wow. pops up so many times in true crime. It's not even funny. Because mm-hmm. um, Denny's is a liminal space. It's haunted. It every is. Denny's. <laughs> It yeah. comes with a ghost. I'm not going to lie. I've written most of my best ideas sitting in a Denny's. But 100%. I'm like, like not even kidding. Is this when I like The Denny's disclose? across from me, right? Exactly. The local yes. Denny's. Yes, the Denny's. Is this is this when I disclose I don't think I've ever been to a Denny's? Um, really? Moods over my hammy. Are you kidding me, Bijan? I think maybe, Bichon it's, maybe happened. it's maybe happened. We're looking for someone new now. Yeah, Please apply in the comments. I, I love knew it was that I knew Harry it was just happen. used moons over my hammy as an exclamation, but Bijan got fired. Yeah, I like, no, I, it's true. We should fire Harry. It's true. I like, I like the idea of a um, of like if you're taking over a franchisee from like one person to the other, that franchisee has to disclose how many true crimes were plotted in the Denny's <laughs> instead of how many murders occurred in the house. Anyway, next slide. We have a slide with what's up with all the pancake posts. Say, do we get that up, please? Oh, it's there. Oh, it is. Okay. So, so this <laughs> next one says, "What's oh so?" Winter Lust asks. What's up with all the pancake posts lately? To which Denny's replies, we we sell pancakes. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Denny's. Thank you, Amber. Thank you, Denny's. Go Thank follow go follow Amber on Twitter. Uh, hold on. Let me find their handle. Let's just do a quick plug for them real quick. Uh, Amber oh. Disco. I'll post that in the chat. But you should go follow them. They make an app called Allo Bud, which is useful for reminders if you, you know, have mental problems like most of us do. Sure um, do. Yep. yep. Or if you don't, like if you just like being reminded of stuff, like that's a good place to get your reminders. Um, Excellent. In any case, we know who the hell runs that blog, the Denny's blog, or at least at the time. Um, anyway, most of the time when a brand posts a meme, it's stale. A pancake from IHOP. But Denny's Tumblr, run by Amber, was a meme account run by a meme lover. It made all the difference. Denny's Tumblr exploded and their online social media presence began to tangibly affect sales Denny's restaurants. Other brands took notice, naturally. Their heads are on a swivel. And they too began to evolve, adding a beating human brain. What the fuck, Harry? To their mechanical online presences. A beating human brain! You're hey, I, I bet you your brain beats a lot more than we think, dude. <laughs> the Harry Anatomy Show, everyone. Um, so, so. So armed with sass and with schlock to sell, the brand droids arrived. I'm particularly proud of that one. Uh, yeah, I, it, it, I didn't touch this. <laughs> I had let that one happen because I was like, you know what? I can, I, this this far, in, I was just like, this is Harry's horror show. This is it. <laughs> Welcome to my nightmare. Um, and, and Twitter became like the new proving ground. From, from 2014 to 2017, the brand droids learned through trial and error how to navigate hashtags and trends and, and, and marketing campaigns, all while trying to retain that of humanity. Genesis Did- for the podcast listeners, where that didn't translate. Parlez-vous Francais. Denny's, of course, cleaned their plates with rooms <laughs> for seconds. Um, other brands that weren't nearly as lucky. <laughs> SpaghettiOs decided um, 
that a day of remembrance and grief would be an ideal t ideal time to sell some tasteful nudes. No, don't do it. Um, and what do I'm it. talking about is, if we can get the next slide up, please. Um, spaghetti. Order. Decided, Hold on. Oh boy, that's on me. There we go. <laughs> Damn it. So spaghettios on on <gasps> Pearl Harbor no. Remembrance Day said, and I quote: "Take a moment to remember." Hashtag Pearl Harbor with us. And, and for those of you not at home, I want you to picture the SpaghettiO Noodle Man, um, fully nude, holding an American flag with red, with red sneakers. I know that this They're isn't the pressing nude, issue in this in particular, but I thought the SpaghettiO Man, like, he was an O, so I would see the sky through the center of him. But in fact, that is not what's happening. It that leaves, is it's like a void. Oh my God! I can't unsee it. Wow, now. you're right. It's Wait, too white. Is it a void? Thing. No, it's a. Yeah, that's not clear through because it's oh. not white behind him. It's blue behind him. <laughs> oh, I don't like that. I don't like that at all. That's like inverse oh. Kool Aid, man. That's bad. Oh, yeah. Is wow. the Spaghettio man the spaghetti or the boy? That that <laughs> hole is is the uncanny valley. That is that you're looking right at. <laughs> Holy shit! Whoa. So so. Jimmy John's brand droid software got stuck on the word bay for some reason. Um, oh, no. on, on almost every post in September of 2014. It didn't matter what you were asking about. They would end it with bay. <laughs> That's Finger what I'm guns. here for, bay. What you waiting for, bay? I'm ready when my bread is bay. Go check. Go in and check it out. Good choice, I bae. can't wait for all the brands to do that with Bestie now. <laughs> oh, yeah. 100%. They're going to do it with Bestie and you know it. Don't speak it into existence. It's gonna happen, but like, because Bestie is so it's so good, precious right now. It's also it, it it's also so condescending and funny. It's it's so condescending. It's either really sweet or just so yes. It's perfect. It's the perfect <laughs> word because it can so deeply be both, and you can always tell. You know when someone says, "Hey, Bestie," maybe you didn't need to post this that it's condescending, but you also know that some, when someone says like, "Yes, Bestie," that's the look that like they mean it. It's so clear. It's so clear. I love it. Yeah, it's it. You know, I think I mean, this is this is a, this is definitely a tangent, but we should at some point talk about uh, how uh, because we don't have tone on the Internet, we've evolved these things like bestie to yes. like to talk yeah. through or the like, sparkle emoji is the best one for me. Right. I now. Sure. Yeah. These oh, the sparkle like, emoji I use constantly. We have a par we've evolved a parallel language just to indicate tone online. And it is 100%. fascinating yeah. because they um, wouldn't give us a fucking sarcasm font. Right. I think that <laughs> would be like bad. Imagine having to install a sarcasm font and paying someone to install the sarcasm. No, font. Imagine just <laughs> clicking your other keyboard. It's like now in sarcasm mode and then it goes <laughs> To, like purple, and then or whatever your parents the try and figure it out, and they put weird things in sarcasm font on accident. They're just like, "Hey, honey, you um, okay? You, you're just you just sent us on an alternate timeline that I don't like." <laughs> I'm so sorry, but before we move on, I do want to I do want to acknowledge yes. Rababa in chat said, uh, "We're sorry, our ice cream machines are broken for the foreseeable future, bestie." Oh, hey. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> now, and Amber's saying, uh, said Bestie is the new bitch, where yes. you used to be able to be like, yes, bitch. And then we were like, okay, maybe we don't. I mean, you could. It's just falling out of favor. You yeah. could, but should you? Right. These are more open questions at Spe 10 p.m. Hold on. Speaking of things we should, we, they, that could have been done and were done, but sh maybe shouldn't have been done. Um, Sage, if you'd be so kind, I'd like to share the last two. Um, 
Wait, 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 wait. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Please. We have, okay. we have two more. You have to tell me which ones which, I don't think vein. you put any of these in the right order. We didn't. Okay. But you, you're, I think your gut can guide you on these, on these two. Okay. Thanks, Harry. <laughs> Here we go. And I'm watching the stream. I'd be on a light. Just, just say it, Harry. Well, I don't know which one you pulled up. So <laughs> I'm going off of you. <laughs> okay. So, so never mind. Um, all right. No, so, no, no, no. Just, just whatever, whatever feels right, Sage. Just switch it to the. I hate this so much. <laughs> this doesn't feel right at all. No, that's correct. So that's correct. Right. That's correct. Okay. So... <laughs> oh no, that cannot so... be correct. I was correct. just gonna go off of what you're saying. I was gonna cue you up, like you know, you tee it off, man. This, I mean, this is this is a perfect post. We can talk about <laughs> no. this. For, like, I would like to get into dialectics of this post, but no. like, this so... is so for those of you who are in the car. This is a 9/11 remembrance on. Uh, it came. It was posted at 8, 10 a.m. on September 11th, 2014, by at Build-A-Bear. It says, the, the content of the, the, the text in the tweet says, we will never forget, hashtag 9-11 anniversary. The picture is a picture of a Build-A-Bear, a camel Build-A-Bear in digital camo with a dog okay. tag with text beside it saying, we will never forget, and Again, an American flag. To- and then to the focus logo. on the wrong things, but he's a green camo bear wearing desert storm. She's right. Clothing? He's ready for everything. She's right. Rowan <laughs> is correct. Rowan is correct. How does that make you feel, Rowan? <laughs> <laughs> I'm so uncomfy. Like it's like here yeah. we're gonna put him in the camo from the one war we shouldn't have done. Um, <laughs> right. The one that's still and, going. <laughs> yes, and and then go dressed as the other war that we really shouldn't have done also like <laughs> <laughs> yeah wait mm, yeah i love i mean look hey uh never mind you know what never mind i just want to see the documentary they knew then the only image that could sue the grieving nation was build a bear see i just want to know the if kid you, birds documentary i just want to know if you can buy that, that bear. haunted <laughs> is I anyone else messed up by like toy story because going into build a bear i'm like look at all these like just sacks of Skin for these. Okay, so no, I, I, saw, I saw Rowan's an unconfirmed. I, saw, I should be here. <laughs> can I tell you about the internet rumor I saw about Build a Bear recently? Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, you know how they've been releasing like yellow plushies or whatever? No. Uh, someone online was like, yeah, that's because they thought the minions were going to be a huge hit and they weren't. So, they have a bunch of yellow fabric. <laughs> <laughs> Unconfirmed online rumor. Unconfirmed online rumor. Do so, your own research. So they made the minions. They had minion skin, unstuffed, no hearts, and they were oh. like, these aren't popular, so they cut them up and it's made them into skin. new ones. Oh, it's, no. all, it's always been minion skin. <laughs> cut up those I'm minions! We're making anyway, new creatures. <laughs> let's, uh, to keep, today's, today's, tonight's show is going to be a little looser, folks. Yep. Um, anyway, one... <laughs> gonna um, be. Like it or not. Yeah. Starting now. <laughs> yeah, starting now. One brand droid among them, among us, though, didn't muck about. Wendy's began their brand droid evolution in 2012 by running largely under the radar for four years. Interesting. I still showed the other one. Oh, yes, <laughs> please. Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. Let's, oh, yes. Because it okay. was in there. We I have had to talk about it. We have to talk about it. Okay. I had to show it. Someone while made you were that talking. on purpose. Veggie <laughs> yes. Tail made it on purpose. I mean, they're, they're on the, I would say, if I had to guess their political alignment, Based on this post and nothing, and oh. also having watched VeggieTales as a child, yes, there's they're on the the the, the writer side of the spectrum. Uh, also, yeah. for audio listeners, this is a VeggieTales Facebook post 
in memory, it's text says in memory of many, in honor of all. Hashtag never forget. Hashtag VeggieTales, and it's an image of. Uh, God, I have to look up their names. It's like Bob Larry and, the cucumber and Bob Larry the, cucumber. the tomato. Larry yeah. and Bob. <laughs> the With, fact that they hashtagged Veggie Tales. It's amazing how fucked up hashtags sound when it's like hashtag 911, hashtag never forget. Like hey. it's just. Fun fact Every, for all the Zoomers out there the hashtag used to be known as pound, the pound symbol. Yeah. <laughs> now, in case any of you car riders are like, okay, so you're describing these, there's the two vegetables on this 9-11 post, you would think that maybe they'd be looking contrite or mournful or solemn. Nah, Larry the Cucumber's just <laughs> got, a, wilding, got, a, got a $10 smile. <laughs> it feels like one of those things that someone made to, like, fake be a brand. You know how people, mm-hmm. like, pretend to be I mean, a brand? Look, I mean, I would, yeah. I, I, this is driving me to drink. <laughs> in your little panda awesome. cup. Hey, Bestie, are you okay? Yes. Oh, I'm better than ever. <laughs> better than ever. I did that for the audio. That was ASMR for audio listeners. Please tell us if you like that. Uh, I won't do it again, probably, but who knows? Uh, anyway, back to the show that we write, you know, the script. <clears throat> In 2016, <laughs> I'm not reading this. Rising from the ocean, Wendy's <laughs> changed the brand evolutionary chain forever by just absolutely dunking on a customer in a roast akin to a human sacrifice. I feel like I'm reading just like a like a drunken teleprompter writer. This is yeah. great. I was yeah. really feeling myself. With I this like script. it. I like it. I just need. I just need. I like. I we I, love a drunk teleprompter. I was like really in but it today, I, like, man. If you, if you looked at if you looked at like what I wrote, it's also like more voicey than normal. Because I'm not talking about brands. Can I read one of the characters in this? Oh yeah, you see the tweet? Yeah, yeah. Let's do it. Uh, 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 Sage, do you want to read the other? Do you want to be Wendy's or Thuggy I'll be D? Wendy's. Okay, I'll be Thuggy D. <laughs> At Wendy's, your beef is frozen and we all know it. Y'all know we laugh at your slogan, fresh never frozen, right? Like you, like you're really a joke. Sorry to hear you think that, but you're wrong. We've only ever used fresh beef since we were founded in 1969. Wendy's, so you deliver it raw on a hot truck? (laughs) Where do you store cold things that aren't frozen? (laughs) At Wendy's, y'all should give up. At McDonald's, got you guys beat with the dope-ass breakfast. <laughs> you don't have to bring them into this because you forgot refrigerators existed for a second there. <laughs> and the caption of this image, Wendy's serving more than just burgers. <laughs> Wendy's would go on to have an iconic feud with McDonald's, give them nuggets for a year, and even drop a number one worldwide Spotify mixtape all while claiming the mantle of most iconic digital brand. I would say most deranged digital brand. Um, <laughs> we're unhinged, straight up. Yeah, it's We're just unhinged. We were all just watching it happen. Isn't there a pasta company right now that releases Spotify playlists that are the yes, there length is. of time you need to cook each pasta type? Yep. Oh, that's yeah, actually... yeah, there's like penne pop mix and like all of those and the amount of time that the playlist is is how long you should cook that noodle. I love that so much. <laughs> Do they have different it's lengths for al dente versus non? I don't know. Huh. I think if you wanted al dente, that's up to you. It's much. It's a lot to think about. Yeah, but there's a different one for different types of noodles, and there's like different time. There's also different types of music for the same kind of noodle, so you can just like go to your preference. It's excellent. It's very smart. Alexa, play <laughs> death metal penne pasta mix. Thank you. Um, so sorry to everyone's Alexa. So I mean, we 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 talk brand sass, and and you. you Go to anybody and say Saxon France, and they're probably going to think Wendy's, which it, it might lead you to believe that that miracles do happen and that that's the closing chapter of the story. 
but the brands are still evolving. The latest iteration, arguably the final form of the brand, could be seen as Elon Musk, the perfect fusion of corporate and shitpost. Online, the man himself can move markets just by tweeting about them. Bloomberg columnist Matt Levin has a story. Had a, Matt Levine has a theory about the things and finance being valuable because of their simple proximity to Elon. Allow me to quote him in full from a post just after Musk got really into the GameStop thing. <clears throat> also, Elon Musk tweeted about GameStop and the way finance works now is that things are valuable not based on their cash flows but on their proximity to Elon Musk. A better anthropologist than me should probably take a look at this phenomenon. Musk is the richest person in the world, and in a dynamic, fun, traveling to Mars sort of way. It makes sense that his pronouncements have a certain religious character, that his tweets can endow arbitrary objects with mana. If the richest person in the world tweets, GameStonk, then I think that means that if you buy GameStop stock, you will partake in his wealth and dynamism at a remove. You will get rich and have fun doing it. In parentheses, not investing advice. Stop simping for billionaires and stop voting for a tax bracket you're not in. <laughs> she said it. Listen, listen to listen to Daddy Sage. Um, History brought to you by okay. HR Block. Taxes made square. Nope, that's incorrect. <laughs> but we would take the sponsorship. It would actually be fucked up in, in a kind of perverse way if we got like a finance company. <laughs> like, like imagine, a, like imagine, like Coinbase sponsoring. Right, us out here all the time. Like, workers should take back the means of production. Anyways, HR Block. Uh, no, but really, uh, don't send for billionaires. They're not going to fuck you. That's true. Well, actually, <laughs> arguably, they will. So, so now with that attitude, okay, hold on, expect. hold on. We don't have to. We don't have to get into Jeffrey Epstein and why Melinda divorced Bill. It was Jeffrey Epstein. Um, but yeah, billionaires will fuck you, but you don't. You don't want that. But like, also tweeting at Elon Musk isn't going to make it no, happen. No, you know it's what I mean? not. Sending also, for Elon Musk and being like, Elon, please, I got my Dogecoin. It was really funny. He did get out Elon, of Bitcoin please. this week. Uh, because he <laughs> because he was like, oh, the environmental impact. But it's like definitely clear that his lawyer is like, you can't like his lawyer and his finance guy were like, this is blowing a hole in your balance sheet. Like you can't report this as assets because the value changes so much. And it's like, <laughs> yeah, I care about the environment now because I'm Elon Musk. Anyway, Tesla, of course, is simply a brand extension of the man himself. They don't make cars. They make Elon posts. In any case, since 2013, brand accounts have been evolving. And if you, like us, are as long as online as hell, you've probably noticed some of the changes. I think probably the most representative account here is the at Stakeums Twitter account, which does woke posting. I don't even mean that in like a derogatory way. I because like obviously racial capital like racial justice, police abolition, and capitalism, thumbs up from me. But holy shit, is that account fucking weird? Okay. Yeah. All right, I've got a tweet to show. The Stakeham's pinned tweet is a list of threads that they've tweeted about, varied topics such as uh, uh, subjects as anecdotes versus data, entertainment and polarization, and cognitive dissonance. And naturally, like like Bijan was saying, they have opinions about brands and wokeness. And I think it's a really interesting, interesting tweet that they did. All brands exist on a spectrum, yet they all still have a bottom line. Some have a more positive impact, others not so much. But no brand itself can be woke due to an inherent drive for growth and survival. This includes every industry, from media to restaurants and beyond. It is genuinely interesting, even if it's self-defeating, I think. I mean, this is a company that recycles beef parts. 
<laughs> At this point, I don't even know what's going on anymore, man. Thank you for yeah. hitting that line hard, Harry. Yes. That's what I do. Huh. Ah. But yeah, seriously, what the fuck, Stakeums? Like, I... I... <laughs> Hey, Stakeums, you okay, bestie? It's just like you're you're existing on the margins of recycling like beef parts that don't normally get recycled. Like you're you're tweeting about brand aware. Like I'm, bro. The future, very strange. Anyway, I want to I want to sit in on the 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 coaching session in corporate America. They call these coaching sessions. I want to sit in on my like. So Todd, how is the social media account going? We're noticing a lot of dark tweets. We're giving your performance this week an eye. <laughs> I think that will be triggering to someone in the audience. <laughs> yeah, right. I got an eye my last quarter, so it's triggering for me. I'm not. I was. Oh, <laughs> no. no. I don't know what that means. It's not good. It stands for. <laughs> I'm sorry. Could you say tell us one more time what it stands for? No. Nope. That's that was it. That's the last out of my All soul. Right. I just left there. <laughs> Feel free to clip that. Catch Harry's soul on the way out. Sure. Anyway, I think the one thing that is missing from brand discourse is an answer to the question. Who is this stuff for? I think that most people understand instinctively at least a little about the subjects that the meat brand opines on. And I I mean, I will confess I am possibly unnerved by the idea that someone's first brush with critical thinking could be in the replies to a meat account. <laughs> I think today that most brand voice marketing exists in this place where the whole point is just to juxtapose the image of the brand with its voice. It's still shocking to see a gigantic fast food corporation roast a random person on Twitter. If it's a ploy for more mindshare, then I, I, I guess it works. I mean, we've done a whole segment on it here. So. There's a lot of virtuous signaling, and I think a lot of just like, look at me, look at me, look at me. And if you see my name, then you'll remember me. Mm -hmm. You know, just excuses to get people to point at you. I find life more exciting knowing that at any moment, moon pies could smite me from the sky. <laughs> And just swat you down like a bug. I find life exhilarating knowing that moon pies could end me at any minute. Oh. <laughs> Both my physical body and my ethereal online presence. Um, <laughs> before we end this, though, I, I do want to talk a minute, talk for a minute uh, about the other brand, uh, 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 the other half of the brand voice equation. Um, the companies that haven't followed in Denise's footsteps. It just let themselves get weird, right? An immediate example that springs to mind, airlines. These days, one of the faster ways to get your flight changed or otherwise resolve a problem you're having is just to tweet at the official airline account. Because about every one of them now has a person monitoring every tweet with a team who's empowered to actually do something to help you. The New York Times had a really great feature on it a few years ago, and I quote, for the airlines, social cares about efficiency. In the span of a few minutes, a representative working on Twitter can check on a traveling child, locate a lost bag, hear out a venting customer, and upgrade a seat, all practically at the same time. On TripAdvisor recently, one traveler noted that when his Delta flight was canceled and he tried to rebook on the phone, a recording informed him there was a two-hour wait before his call could be answered. Going to Twitter instead and direct messaging Delta has eventually resolved the situation with a new flight soon rebooked. It's it's funny because like this is actually happening to me. I don't know if you guys have had this experience of like my flight being absolutely fucked and like I just <laughs> tweeted at an airline and I was like, hey, it's tacky. But I was like, hey, I like really I didn't even like, you know, do the thing where it posts your whole thing. I was just like, hey, I really need some help. And it like got resolved. And it's weird because it like if like if I wasn't verified and if I was just like a random person, would they see the tweet? 
it creates this like implied class of citizenry, but that's a topic for a whole nother fucking day. So next time I'm stuck at the airport, I'm going to call you and make you tweet on my behalf. <laughs> yeah, that would work. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think, I, I mean, I really do think you could probably do it. I think it's just like, they actually do have teams of people monitoring this stuff now. And it's like the <laughs> exact inverse and opposite of the Stakeums brand. I just love Wasn't the idea. Wasn't there of like- a Black Mirror about like your rank in society based on your social media rank? That sounds correct. I don't. Oh, yeah. That one episode that was like, you have to like be nice to everyone. And then she ends up in a jail cell for like. Which is ironic because yeah. you definitely don't have to be nice to everyone to be like verified. <laughs> yeah. Well. <laughs> <on> Twitter. <laughs> hey. Don't ask me what it's like. Anyway, all of this sort of feels like the future. I, we, we like this is all sort of left me wondering, like, what comes next? Because we've reached the apex, or is it the nadir, of brands becoming humans online? Which I might add is the logical endpoint of the Citizens United Supreme Court decision, the one that made corporations people. Also, if corporations are people, then they're obviously zombies because they're fucking undead. <laughs> Chew on that people who sim for Elon Musk. Anyway, I don't know. I couldn't say. What I will, however, leave you with is this from Wingstop's official account, which flirted with a customer. Do you want to be Wingstop? Uh, Harry, do you want to be Wingstop or Cake Cookie Dough? If I'm Wingstop, no. I'm I'm going full like sensual seduction. Yeah, all right. I'll be, I'll be, I'll be Cake Cookie Dough. <clears throat> this happened recently, so you may have seen this before it got deleted. Wingstop Ranch got to have nut in it. No way. It's just that good. <laughs> it's a special white sauce, but it does not contain nut emoji. LMFA, <laughs> oh, cry, 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 cry emoji. Wingstop, you got to chill for real. You brought it up. <laughs> Are we flirting right now? Are we? You close to Texas? <laughs> HQ's in Dallas, so, uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm three hours away. Be there soon. Breaded or naked? <laughs> Breaded is great because of boneless wings, but bone in sounds better. So the latter? God, I need you and me. I need a shower. All you have to do is uh, <laughs> open your mouth. DMs open. <laughs> There's an extra reply there, but yeah, you get the point. Anyway... <laughs> I think it goes without saying that this probably isn't the future we need or even the one that we deserve. I think it, it might be the one we deserve. Like, we made is, brands have the same rights as people, and now <laughs> brands are behaving like people, so. Yeah, it is, however, the future that we've got. Thank you. I hate it. <laughs> this, this has been Horny Brand Theater. Uh, I'm so Rob says, I repeat, I ordered Wingstop 10 minutes ago and I regret everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Y'all, yeah, this was this month. That was like three days ago. Ew. <laughs> uh, it's very funny. Uh, oh. Hold on. Oh, wait. Yeah. Yeah. The, li- the reply that got uh, moved was. You're a little freak. Anyways, let's move this to the DMs. Eyes emoji. So you get the idea. <laughs> In any case, Sage, Rowan, what do you have for us? <laughs> Sanitize this whole area, please. Wow, this is terrible. Are you enjoying or am I, Rowan? I, you should, uh, you do it. I need a second. Remember, I need when a I said, second. remember when I said this was driving me to drink? Cheers. Yeah. <laughs> 
Here we are, everybody. Well, we're going to bring it back around. I think that we can bring it back around in a pretty wholesome way. Okay? Say the intro that you texted me. It was very good. Okay. One time on the internet, and specifically in our nerdy corner of the internet, KFC just showed up on Twitter to meme on all of us like <laughs> Harry's children. Which <laughs> is not the intro I texted you, but as soon as I say it meme on better. anything, I only think of Harry's children now. We've seen two out of three of them. We can confirm that two exist. We, yeah, you know, absolutely. It, it might make you laugh to know that we just created a family Discord server. So no. they've been sending me, they've been sending me emojis <laughs> all day. Are you serious? Yes. Family Discord server. Yes, Harry, I, maybe you should maybe you should quit this Twitch thing. I don't know, man. I don't know if it's good for you. Is this stressful? Uh, cute. Listen, no, I if, if we're out, all right. If and you know, my oldest is babysitting. Get updates. I don't want to give him a cell phone yet. Screw that. Is that way they can message me? Oh, I guess that's fair. Yeah, I guess okay. that's actually pretty smart. Yeah. You can do it from the computer at home. Anyways, yeah. let's talk about the absolute gem that is the KFC internet presence. So I'm just gonna real quick dive into a little bit of history on KFC as if no one has ever heard of it before. So it's short for Kentucky Fried Chicken, although the brand has actually shortened its name to KFC. Um, it was incorporated in 1955 by Colonel Harlan Sanders in Corbin, Kentucky. He is not a Colonel. I don't know. Um, he was likely about 65 at the time, hence the smiling white haired man that makes up their logo. And they have since become the de facto name in fried chicken. And their slogan, finger licking good, which was axed a few years ago, is... It hurts. Yeah. It's it's famous for being one of the best known slogans of the 20th century. Um, KFC hired its first national advertising agency in 1969. But by 1976, the company was one of the largest advertisers in the United States. So it's it's not in any way surprising that they like are absolutely crushing the internet <laughs> meme marketing game, um, which is fascinating because as the guys said, there was a period in which all of the internet was like, no, we don't want you corporations. It's our humor, stay out. So let's talk about some of the buck wild things KFC has been up to. Um, interesting Engineers calls this KFC future-proofing their business. Um, in 2017, this is like my favorite, I think, KFC announced on Twitter that they were launching a chicken sandwich into space. <laughs> they teamed up with the space flight company Worldview to send the KFC Zinger Burger on a four-day space trip. Quote, we're excited to be the ones pushing spicy, crispy chicken sandwich space travel forward. Kevin Hochman, uh, the KFC U.S. president, said in a statement. And for their part, the team at Worldview understood the advantages of this really kitschy marketing ploy. Uh, their CEO at Worldview said, quote, But we quickly realized that this was a great opportunity for us to publicly demonstrate our breakthrough Stratolite technology to a large audience while simultaneously financing a significant portion of the vehicle's development. I have one question. Yeah. Do you think anyone ate that sandwich when it came back? Oh, I gotta oh. say, like, I don't want to consume one no. of those. But if it went to space and someone was like, you want to bite? I'd probably like, sure. This will be a good story at parties. You'd probably it. die. I don't <laughs> think you'd make it to story parties. You definitely have, like, horrible uh, colonic issues. 
I like the idea of it's Colonel Sanders' origin story, him gaining his powers by eating a sandwich from space. Being I, wonder like, how much, I wonder how much well, cosmic radiation that, that sandwich took. Okay, I might just come back around. I okay, you just wait, my friends. So there is video evidence of this sandwich orbiting the earth in this like KFC bucket looking craft, but it technically did not make it to space as the craft that held it is only designed to get about 30 miles or halfway to space. Um, it's a really cool video, but here's the thing. Before memes, KFC was still taking part in space travel. Robert Perlman, a space historian and the editor of collectspace.com says in an earlier interview, quote, in 1986, KFC underwrote Chicks in Space, spelled with an X, a student-designed space experiment that was focused on chicken embryo development in microgravity. Sadly, the Chicks in Space payload was on the space shuttle Challenger when the winged orbiter and its crew were lost in flight. But later iterations of the experiment successfully flew on the space shuttle Discovery and even on the International Space Station. What? So KFC and space. They really did go in on space. I feel like there have been phases of KFC and they went through like their space phase, you know? It's like just, it's just curl right? slamming his door. It's just a phase mob staring up at his like NASA poster. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like I definitely went through a space phase. I was real into space for a while. Hold on, I have to like look up the plot of October Sky. I'm trying to make a fried chicken joke. <laughs> okay. <laughs> October well, fry. Meantime... Like, come on. <laughs> Bijan, I have a KFC thing just for you. Yes. Um, in 2018, when KFC Canada began allowing customers to buy the Bitcoin bucket, a fried chicken bucket that can only be purchased on their website for cryptocurrency. How does that make you feel? Yeah. <laughs> Are you stressy? No, I just I had some thoughts and I was like, I'm not going to tweet those with my mouth. <laughs> there. All right. Well, wait, did you just take away speak and put in the word tweet? They weren't thoughts that were good, which is why I said tweet. <laughs> wow. Sure. Language fair, no, is absolutely. awesome. You might yeah. be the Shakespeare of our generation. I fucking love that. There is a whole vibe to a tweet. Yeah. You can speak a tweet. I guess. Yeah. That. Wow. Well, where KFC, I think, really just found their niche in pop culture was when KFC decided to dip a toe into gaming. And boy, did they. As your uh, local dating sim streamer, I love you, Colonel Sanders. Maybe one of the best dating sims ever made. And that is entirely subjective on my part, but come on. <laughs> it was released in September of 2019 with iconic lines like, hot pie power pinch. Ew, what? Oh, that's real. I'm so sorry that you did not see that beforehand. No, I'm going to show it, them an image right now. It is a whole new thing. I what know. Does that even so, mean? in I Love You, Colonel Sanders, you play a student at a uh, school learning to be a chef. You are trying to get a culinary degree of some capacity, and one of your classmates is an absolute daddy version of Colonel Sanders. And like, I mean, I'm showing this image right now. It's, it's him with the like white, like traditional chef uniform, but like buttons bursting, chest popping out, two fists in the air, his clothes like blowing in the wind, <laughs> and it says hot pie power pinch. 
which is one of the moves that he uses when like defending the school from attackers. Um, you spend the game trying to seduce and successfully uh, hook up with Colonel Sanders. It's have you seduced Daddy Sanders? I have absolutely seduced Daddy Sanders, oh. and it was incredible. Do we have any cosplays of this? I'm I'm sure people have done it. I just like I I'm just curious to see like the person who cosplayed specifically Daddy Sanders, not from, yeah, yeah, Colonel not Sanders from absolutely the Chicken not. Game. Yeah, yeah. We want. I love you, Colonel Sanders. Uh, if you know of one, please post it in our Discord. <laughs> I would love to see it. Um, but really, I mean, they went there with this one. They made him this like sensitive, like over the top, um, really like anime trope inspired dating sim. And they did it really well. Like whoever made this game, I looked into it. They, we know it was commissioned by KFC to make, but like there's not a lot of information about the game studios connected to it. It really draws from the like, uh, uh, dream daddies, like those kind of genre of it. And whoever made this played a lot of dating sims. Like they knew what they were doing and they genuinely hit all of the beats of the genre for this game. And the KFC, entire playthrough was like an hour long. They actually like outsource. They get the people who are experts at the thing that they're yes. memeing about and actually bring them into the fold and do it. Can, question for you. Can you still download this game? Yes, absolutely. It's on Steam. Okay, great, because I know it's what free. I'm doing on Tuesday. <laughs> it's free. It is on Steam, and I cannot recommend it enough. It is so funny. Um, so moving on from that particular uh, game, it hit. It hit. I mean, every streamer I know was playing it at the time. Um, if you hit, if you did dating sims, you had to play it. And they Wait, were like, all right. Sage, chat yeah. says you have a KFC tracksuit. Now, one was purchased for me, but uh, while I was streaming, my friend oh, Cordelia, boy. you know Cordelia, yeah. uh, purchased a KFC tracksuit and was like, I bought it. I think it's so funny. I'm sending it to you. And then she got it and she really liked it and she kept it. <laughs> I love her so much for that. It was the most iconic move. She sent me a picture of her in it and she was like, oh no, I like this. <laughs> it is so funny to me. So Cordy has it. Um, so KFC, hanging out in gaming. They've been buzzing about. Uh, in June of 2020, the KFC console was announced. Mm. Now, when the KFC console was announced, they had this like really dramatic video of it. Uh, they showed it opening up with this like compartment full of like these uh, grates to warm chicken on. It was like slow motion, and they entered in right at the height of the advertising for the oncoming consoles of 2020, the PS5 and the Xbox. So. They were like, we're stepping into the console war. Incredibly enough, though everyone was absolutely certain it was a hoax. This is a real thing. They mm -hmm. partnered up with Cooler Master to make this. Um, and it, it has real specs. Uh, and the specs are actually like kind of impressive. It's a beefy boy. It's a beefy boy. I, I do uh, want to point out that Cooler Master mm -hmm. actually also partnered with, I believe, Bud Light to make a similar device that huh. also chilled a six pack. That's very funny. That feels um, like the more valuable console, if I'm being honest. I could see that. And also heating is a problem. I would think that cooling would probably actually be much better for regulating well, your system. But if you're using the the chicken as a heat sink, mm -hmm. keeping them warm. But they're heating the chicken, <laughs> not the what chicken. What if they're just yeah. using the power of the computer that it has no cooling system to just Entirely heat the chicken? Entirely possible. <laughs> um, 
Essentially, it had uh, ray tracing. It had an NVIDIA <laughs> card in it. It has 4K resolution, 240 hertz output. It's a PC, quite simply. Get the fuck out it of was here. marketed as a console, but it's just a Cooler Master PC, um, which is so, so funny to me. Um, and people really hype about it for a long time, and it died down. And then uh, I think it was in De- like closer to December when the other consoles started dropping. They were like, no, it's real. You can pre order it if you want. <laughs> You're like, no, you could really have this. It's going to um, be pricey. I, it is going to be pricey. I don't think we got a price point for I it. I found a price. They were estimating it roughly yeah. between $1,000 and $2,000. They're not going to make very many. No one has the yeah. final word. Yeah. Pixel Circus should buy one. Uh, we I think KFC should. should send us one. KFC, please send us a console. KFC, please. It's true. We we're not that. really dunking on KFC. I want to see you and Andy no. build it and have it, it go crazy just like the candle did. I want that for the stream. I actually would lose I mean, my. I would actually lose my shit if I could just eat chicken out of my gaming PC. Like I, it would. But chicken. <sighs> Sorry. Please continue. This is this is you're ruining my brain right now. This is too much. Uh, they promise That's from a- the KFC Gaming Twitter that the console itself will be finger clicking good. <laughs> <laughs> you had to go for it, though. You, I mean, if you're them. That's what I love about KFC, though. They're just like, we're doing it all the way. They really? You know what? They remind me of Harry. Oh, boy. Oh, my <laughs> God. Of- right? Like, KFC Gaming and Harry have the exact same energy. <laughs> just chaos I would chicken. argue, hey, Harry, you should do Colonel Sanders' daddy for Halloween. You oh know, my I've god, done, you should do Daddy Sanders. I've done Dr. Doolittle. I think I still have a lot of the components to do that. Do and it! I used to work at Steak and Shake as my first job, and I would get a whole batch of the, of the chicken strips, fry them, and then put them still hot in my pocket and eat them all shit long. In your pocket? Like a, like, a, like a chicken kangaroo, baby. <laughs> I would be Jesus. taking people's orders, and I'd have a warm meal Harry, sitting right on Harry, my lap. I don't, you see what I mean here? I don't, Harry, I don't... <laughs> Harry, Jesse, <laughs> you okay? I, I also need to point out. I'm looking at the KFC gaming Twitter, and a millennial definitely runs this because they've been posting about Halo Three for the last like yes. month. Yes, <laughs> their gaming so Twitter funny. is like I. I was thinking maybe someone older ran it because it feels like what a like a boomer or a Gen X would be like. This is what gamers talk well, about. It's like just one step off. They hit the meme sometimes, but for the most part, they're always just like. It's just one bit off. It's because but they it's, have to have approval from corporate. Like it's very yeah. clear that they're like they this like they want to tweet this shit, but it's like you gotta like you got it's gotta go up the chain. You gotta get the approval. Absolutely. But hey, it doesn't stop there. Uh-huh. They didn't stop at gaming. <laughs> of course not. Absolutely not. They said a movie, and we said what? <laughs> and they said no. Really, we're making a movie, and in doing so, they paired up with Lifetime. To make a, and I mean, true to like the level that people parody on TikTok, (laughs) Lifetime movie called A Recipe for Seduction. Colonel Sanders being played by the Mario Lopez. It's so good. When I tell you that this movie, it's like simultaneously like dunking on Lifetime and KFC and then paying the utmost respect to the genre. It truly is. Um, in the movie, essentially, 
look, I'm gonna give you a spoiler warning for those who have not watched Recipe for Seduction. Uh, a very wealthy family in a fancy household hires a new chef. Uh, that chef being Colonel Sanders as their personal chef in the house. The daughter is supposed to be married to a very, very rich man. And she says, no, but I'm in love with the chef. And the mother's like, no, it'll ruin our fortune. And she's like, I can't help it. I love you, Mario Lopez, Colonel Sanders. Um, it's incredible. I think the best part is though, she's like, no, I'm not marrying the rich man. Uh -huh. And then she doesn't, but she's like, I don't know why. And then Colonel Sanders walks into the scene and she's like, yeah. maybe. That's why. I just, uh -huh. I just love the idea of like them, the 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 parents hiring and being like, "This is the hottest man I've seen in my entire life. Should we hire him? Do you see any for? Do you see any any trouble with that?" <laughs> no. Honestly, though, Mario Lopez as uh. Colonel Sanders, like, it's there's a little bit of uncanny valley happening. I'm like, something about you doesn't look all the way human. Yeah, it's it, a little disturbing. It's so brave. Dijon, it looks like you had a question. Yeah, I was just going to ask how hot Colonel Sanders was in that film, but it's okay. I, there's I a picture for you. Oh, there's a picture. I've you, seen are you watching in real the stream? life. Well, so I, I've been, I sometimes watch a stream, but I, I didn't want to, I don't ever want to get distracted while I'm like on stream. That's fair. Like, yeah, of course. Try not to. Because uh, it's up on the stream right now. It's also in our drive if you want to look there. Um, mm. <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I just okay. zoomed in, got a real close Ooh, on this him. This is, this is, I see, I see why the colonel. Dude, Mario, Mario's got some drumsticks, you know what I'm saying? Oh, uh, he, this, like, it look, this is just literally, this is just like, like, a, it looks like an album cover for a porn movie. Like, I'm very into whatever this is. Yeah. It absolutely does. That's the thing is it looks like a porno and it's a real Lifetime movie that like actually played on Lifetime and you can watch. I also turned it KFC anything. Gaming. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Please don't make any porno puns, Harry. It's I'm taking just everything ask I have. It's right taking now. everything Harry, I have. Right now. It's Harry, already called Harry, Recipe Harry, for Seduction. Harry, please DM it to me. If no. DM the pun. Yes, sir. No. <laughs> On it. <laughs> Anyways, y'all. We have another KFC collaboration. Uh, this one, I got to react to live on the internet on our show, It's Too Early, and I absolutely lost my fucking mind over. They released this really cool high fashion video that I'm telling you genuinely looked like one of the like trendy brands or like YSL was doing something. And no, it was for KFC Crocs. <laughs> they had the shoe. a beautiful model with this like with the hair and it was like all red. It was bananas, the video that they put out for this. We're not going to play it on the stream because it would be unpleasant for podcast listeners, but I highly recommend that you look it up and we'll probably put it in the show notes. Um, they released a pair of platform shoes and a pair of non-platform shoes. The platform portion looks like the bucket of KFC chicken. Uh, the top is a literal chicken print as in like the texture and or like appearance of KFC chicken skin. Yeah. Uh, and then the uh, gibbets, which is a Crocs term, are little wings, uh, like like chicken wings that you can move around on your shoe. Would you wear um, them if someone gave them to you not. for free? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> that was a quick change on my answer. Uh, these sold out in 30 minutes. Sold out. So does that Done. mean there are people who just are wearing them? There are people who have them. Now, I've never seen anyone on the street in them, which is disappointing. Um, these sold out almost as quickly as Lil Nas X's uh, blood shoes for <laughs> Call Me By Your Name. From Mischief, mm -hmm. Mischief, they're very funny. Uh, yeah. 
if you have the Kentucky Fried Crocs, you have to tell us legally. You have Dad. to legally. Yes. I love this, dude. Those are incredible. Honestly, though, I think Harry would be the one who would have to wear them of everyone on our show. Yeah. You know what? I'm gonna call myself out for this. Uh, I was called on Chad. They were like, "So you'd wear them, but not buy them." Um, actually, when they did drop, I very much tried to. They <gasps> dropped right as we were starting. It's too early, and I tried to buy them for the meme. No. I tried to buy them for the meme. Absolutely. I, you know, I respect that. I respect that so much. <laughs> yeah. Um, also, I just want to tell Chad, Harry's puns, very good. I've <laughs> been got, dying over here. They got decidedly. Oh are they in? Are they in the Zoom chat? No, no. He just DM them to me. If I mean, I, all right, put them in the Zoom I'll chat. I'll put them in the Zoom chat. I'll just, I'll just, I'll just uh, copy and paste our whole conversation here. So, I didn't realize they'd be seeing them, man. I don't know. Every yeah. one of these things that we talked about absolutely hit. The Croc sold out. Everyone played the game. The KFC console was trending for days. How? How do they, how do they knock it out of the park every damn time on these big drops? I have a theory. Hello. <laughs> Please. All right. So Sage can attest to this. I went through a moment where I was like, I have to know why KFC is often succeeding where other brands have failed. Like, they hired <laughs> Kevin Pokeman. And he is the man who is behind the advertising success of CoverGirl, Secret Deodorant, Gillette Venus, Olay, and more importantly, Pokeman is the man behind the Old Spice Man. What? What? Yes. Is he also ripped? What? No, honestly, Hokeman just looks like a dude. He's oh, okay. just a dude, a very nice, friendly looking dude. And if they put him in a Colonel Sanders outfit, I would not be upset. He'd pull it off lovely. So, Hokeman. At the time, uh, Okay, so he's currently the president of KFC US, and he's also the interim president of Pizza Hut US, but he didn't start there. Uh, he joined the team in 2014 as the brand's chief marketing officer, and then he graduated to the chief concept officer in 2017. And at the time of his hiring in 2014, KFC was on this, like the downward end of this long decline. Chick-fil-A was the number one chicken chain in the United States was a sentence I never thought I'd say. Um, in an interview with Forbes, Hokeman said, quote, the decline started when the colonel died. KFC got away from its core values. And it turns out he actually wasn't wrong. So Colonel Sanders, I said he wasn't a real colonel. He was just a man who was very, very good at creating a persona for himself. The only reason his beard was so gosh darn white was because he bleached it so that he would look good on black and white TV. Like he propagated these stories of himself delivering babies and practicing law and hexing a baseball team and wounding a business rival in a duel. That man was like memeing himself before memes existed. So early in the KFC is good at the internet kind of journey, the team got the former SNL comic Daryl Hammond to play the colonel. And keep in mind, this is 30 years after the actual man's death. Then the advertising company made a very clever choice as soon as the ads started going well. They swapped the colonel out 
Over the 30 months that these ads ran, they used 10 different actors to play the Colonel, including Norman MacDonald, Vincent Kartheiser, and Rob Lowe. And I, if I'm correct, the Rob Lowe commercial actually won advertising awards. And their whole strategy there was like, people on the internet are gonna talk. And it worked for them. KFC started doing a lot better. So basically, Forbes came along and was like, holy hell, KFC is really good at this. And they looked into what they were doing and they basically realized that KFC is really good at extending the ideas and creating even more buzz around what they're already doing. So before the Lifetime movie came along, they hired a real genre writer to produce a 96-page romance novella set in Victorian England for Mother's Day. And it was titled Tender Wings of Desire. Yes. Quote, quote, this Mother's Day, let Colonel Sanders take care of dinner and mom's fantasies by giving her tender wings of desire. No! <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, the ad had like a shirtless, heartthrobby kind of situation. <laughs> tender wings of desire kills me. I kid you Absolutely not. kills me. Paris Review rated this book very highly. Wait, sorry, sorry, what? The Paris, the Paris Review? Review was like, hell yeah, this book slaps. I gotta find this. So, like I said earlier, like they actually hire people who do the thing that they're memeing to do it for them very well and just like plug fried chicken into whatever is going on. Oh, my friend wrote this post. That's so funny. Oh, really? Why do you always know the people? Uh, it was everybody. I love no, that. No, I don't. No, I don't. Uh, they, uh, so the first sentence of this review is just quotes Borges. Like, it's just like, it's like invokes like the Library of Babel story. Uh Perforce, one book, one such book would have to be a romance novel in which a Kentucky-born fried chicken magnate, the very same one whose face and name are emblazoned on fast food franchises across the world, seduces an errant noblewoman at a dockside bar. And now, I'm happy to report, that book actually exists. Jesus. <laughs> From Borges to KFC, folks. They are also, as some, uh, as uh, Alvaro Joda pointed out in chat, they are very like porn adjacent in a lot of their content. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they know what people need. <laughs> it's 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 uncannily easy to find good puns that have to do with KFC the brand. Yeah, itself according to our nice. Zoom chat here. <laughs> I said uh, some new ones. I'm gonna awesome I'm gonna broker. I'm just gonna I'm gonna text I'm gonna send those to Sage and Rowan. Just just cause. Like I, I feel like I want Oh no, keep... they're in the Zoom chat. Oh, oh there's been more. No, no, there's more. There's more. Oh my god, Harry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Put it keep putting them in the Zoom yeah. chat. <laughs> these are I good. Think... These are really good. I just can't share them. <laughs> no, the mods will have to ban us on principle. <laughs> yes. Okay, so I think the reason that they get a lot away with this like porn adjacent kind of content is because they're just very like frank about it. So, so Megan Garber, writing for The Atlantic, said of that KFC Lifetime crossover, quote, in this case, the answers were refreshingly straightforward. A recipe for seduction may be long as traditional ads go, and it may manifest more as branded content than direct marketing message, but it is, transparently, an ad. Recipe is a joint production of Lifetime, which is selling escapism, and KFC, which is selling chicken. I watched it, and I would like to pay it the highest compliment I know how to give an ad. 
It is exactly what it claims to be. Nothing less, nothing more, and nothing else. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. <laughs> like, I think that kind of sums up why KFC is always getting away with participating in meme culture in like exactly kind of like the boomer way that we like make fun of when other brands do it. And yeah, A.V. Dan writing for Forbes pointed out, um, he said, quote, within the article speaking about um, the actors behind the Colonel Sanders remakes, he said, this was totally in character with the zany salesmanship of Sanders himself, who would do anything to promote his chain and sell chicken. And like, basically that's what KFC is doing. They're just like, we want to sell you chicken and we're going to do it as crazy as we possibly can. Hey, you want to put it in space? Put it in space. Like, and no matter what, they don't like speak negatively about their own brand. That's like one of the core rules. And they always try to keep it wholesome. And I think that's why they end up like <laughs> financing space travel for like one ad. They basically financed an entire company's like project for a space flight. Like that's it's <laughs> I'm just ready to have a fried chicken review show on Pixel Circus. Gamer fried chicken. <laughs> we each get a separate bucket and we like do a full culinary review. Full culinary review. Well, only with, with gamer headsets on that have cat ears specifically. All of them. I have those. I know I need oh, some. Oh shoot, I don't have any within reach. <laughs> Dang it. Um, I, Sage and I have talked about this a fair amount privately, mm. but like existing on Instagram, especially as a woman, it's like people are always trying to secretly sell things to you. And yeah. it feels, it rings very false and it fe feels very skeezy. And I think one of the things that KFC is definitely doing, Denny's was doing it, is they're just like, hey, we're definitely selling you something. Like, yeah. And the internet is like the last bastion of people who are always buying. So it's totally fine to be doing that. Yeah, honestly, they're just so honest about it. And like, I guess, like, <laughs> I don't want to sound too excited about like a fast food chain. But as far as their memes go, I think uh, Hokeman and the rest of the team are actually kind of delivering on that front. Yeah, no, they really did come through for it. I'm, I'm serious, y'all. Go play the game. <laughs> it is really like, good. It's free to uh, play. I mean, like I said, Tuesday. Tuesday, for sure. Tuesday. Go watch Bijan play. Are you playing on Twitch? I think so. I think I'll play it. Oh, you're playing Ryan. it on Twitch now, baby. Yeah, you better oh. stream it. Okay. Well, I will. I, okay. I, I pledge to all of you viewers that I will stream the KFC Sexy Colonel game and I will seduce the Colonel sometime <laughs> in the near future. I love it so much. And that's uh, and that's where we'll leave you on the KFC memes and on brand memes in general. And Harry, please. Harry, please. He's I vibing. do Let have one more Colonel Sanders thing, actually. Oh, you do? I just want to quickly say, like, Colonel, Kevin Hopeman, y'all, mm -hmm. you financed space travel, and that was very expensive. Mm -hmm. And for a lot less money, you could mm -hmm. finance an independent Twitch channel. A circus, as it were. Um, so this is my humble request that uh, the Colonel use his powers for the forces of good. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and... We will rock your Crocs and uh, <laughs> retweet your memes. I actually could not wow. think of a better way to say that myself. Rowan, yeah, I would rock the Crocs with the wing gibbetses. Yeah. Absolutely wonderful. So, hey, uh, I don't know. 
tweet KFC Gaming and tell them I that did, they I, should collaborate I, oh, with us. I literally just did that. Chat said <laughs> Kentucky Fried Circus. That's genius because they're always doing KFC, another word. Yes. Let's do it. We're in. We'll do it. Tell them to hit us up. Tweet <laughs> at KFC Gaming. Who wooed? Daddy Sanders. <laughs> yeah. Is it no, for me? No, I sit for Daddy Sanders real hard. So, 100%. Absolutely. You saw the picture. I you know. told me you don't. I know. I saw his lats. I get it. Um. <laughs> we don't simp for the corporation. We simp for the cartoon. That's true. And I also, will simp for, also, for I do a, a go video game say, character. As far as chicken goes, Popeye's is better. Like, it, it is known. It is known. I forgot to get the sponsorship. Shh. Yeah, Popeye's, Bichon. sponsor Bichon, please. Bichon, Bichon, please. We just no, worked so I'm hard to set all this up. <laughs> we just worked so hard to set all this hey, up. Hey, oh, my hey, God. Hey, hey, <laughs> Chad, Chad, only clip the KFC parts. Listen, I, I have not been writing this this right. redub okay. essential right. seduction Chase, on KFC Chase, for nothing. cut it out of the podcast. Cut it out of the podcast. Uh, but if Harry, you, have, who, who watches Twitch VODs? Harry, did you write all that people. down? Harry, did you actually write all that down? What? I, a, I, a, a revamp I, of sensual seduction? Yeah, I was gonna. I'm gonna sneak it onto the end. Right when you think you're ending, I'm gonna start singing it. So you just wait. Okay, no, no, no. You don't, <laughs> you don't sing it here. We'll put it on the Patreon. <laughs> I'll give a and tease that, to it. I'll give a it, tease to it. It'll be a Patreon exclusive. I do actually want to hear a tease, though. Well, I, got, I got a tease for you. Can we just get a cut just a little bit? At the end. I at the end, so we say This is the end right now. I, well, after the after okay, the Okay, okay, okay. After the end. Oh, my God. Please. You have to say caboose in every episode. Caboose. All right, y'all. Well, you know what? Let's get the hell out of here. Thank you for joining us today. As always, we appreciate you so much. We're an entirely independent channel making content. So doing things like supporting us on Patreon, showing up to the live chats, listening to the podcast, leaving Tweeting. reviews. Is incredible. Tweeting at KFC Games, as Rowan said. <laughs> Those are wonderful ways to support the channel and help us to keep making the content that we make. We love you and appreciate you so much. Let's go around and remind you who you've been hanging out with. Hello, I'm Bijan Steven. I'm sorry for this episode. <laughs> you can find me online at Bijan Steven everywhere but Instagram. Or I'm Bijan Cakes. It's the cutest Instagram. It's so I do cute. love it so much. Uh, there's a link to uh, Bichon stuff in, in chat right now. Uh, you can find me everywhere on the internet at NotSage. I stream on my channel. I also stream here on the Pixel Circus channel all the dang time. We do tabletop content on Fridays and Saturdays. We do uh, current pop culture Monday, Wednesday, and Friday mornings. Uh, and you can also find me on the D&D channel and on Smosh Games. Hey, I'm Rowan Hall. You can find me everywhere on the internet at the Rowan Hall. I am also here having D&D fun with Sage on Saturdays. And then on Tuesdays, you can listen to my podcast, Willing and Fable, where we bring original retellings and in-depth research on the history, mystery, and mythology. Makes the world so fascinating. <laughs> <laughs> and I am Harry with the Harry Horror Show, a brand enthusiast until I, I, I go to sleep now and never bring up brands again for a whole other year. Um, I tell true crime stories, debunk conspiracy theories, explore the paranormal here on Twitch weekdays, 9 p.m. Eastern. Um, and thank you all for joining us. This has been a yeah. ton of fun. This thank has you been for joining one us. One of my favorite episodes yet. I, easily. I, I think that sometimes when we have messy weeks, generally speaking, like the chemistry really makes up for it. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. What we, what we failed to do in writing, we make up for There was one set of footprints in the sand because our chemistry carried us. It carried us. <laughs> hey, love a hard carry. Like I said, been playing Valorant. Miserable experience. I love it and I hate myself. <laughs> All right. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. <laughs>